Better go up, up. Better go up. Hey. Y'all can't hear, but I can hear. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh. Okay, okay, okay. We getting the show started. The show must go on. We getting it going. I take Rod had a big game today. He probably out of there. I know how I be after tournaments, after working all day. I know how that go. So we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. We appreciate everybody rocking with us with the Roundhouse Roundtable. We hope that y'all been vibing out on this beautiful Sunday, getting everything done that you need to get done for the, the big month. You know, I think it's spring break. I'm on spring break. My son on spring break. So it's about to be a lot of kids doing uh, hood rat things with their friends. <laughs> so make sure y'all out there being safe doing our thing so this week we want to touch on ufc london it's me armani t hey let's get it my glow up in lightning hot yeah something like lightning this shit a hit on my psychic she want me lick i'm excited see i feel that that's my business and that's why i'm business minded need a push get behind it it's science apply it worse come to worse tried it Get a bag, get inspired, shoot your shot, it's the effort, I admire, you're hired, ain't looking for friends at this point, my circle is small as a point, yeah, I'd rather send an invoice, than hearing a fake on their voice, it sound like a business report, don't fuck with the business part of the Roundhouse Roundtable, me, Armani T, and I got my homie, my brother, y'all know who it's the R.O.D., let's get it, man, let's talk about it, say please, that's one, please. Don't need no one has to please. Uh. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to kick it off with the no cap recap. You know, we got to do it how we do it, how we do it, how we do it. We're going to start off with the prelims. We're going to say off top, off top. I don't, I'm going to be honest. Just this song, it seemed like I was literally watching a show. Like I was watching staged events. Like I was like I was watching matchups. If if anybody wanted to write a story that said, okay, we're gonna make sure that the UK fighters dominate this card. Okay, let's make sure they get the best matchups in their favor. But at the same time, uh it's it's wild because it makes me think like when they really get up there and actually level out to their competition level, y'all are going to be surprised. And then you're going to have Darren Tills. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, I don't think I get what I'm saying. Y'all, but y'all y'all catch on. Y'all get it eventually. I don't know what y'all do with uh, uh, UK fighters and really, like, boost them up, really put so much money behind them that you put them in spots that sometimes they're not supposed to be in before they get in there. So I don't know. Are you supposed to be tune-up setup fights? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to get in this. We got Muhammad Makhtev versus Cody Durden. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. Cody Durden surprised me with this one. He he really uh, surprised me with this one because I thought he was going (laughs) to, I thought he was going to handle it. But that's when, when the knee happened. When the knee happened, that's when I was like, all right. Elite striker. Okay, got you. 
elite, elite, elite striker got you. And then caught him with the guillotine. I'm gonna tell you something. I mean, I got some good jujitsu over there in the UK. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all doing y'all thing on the jujitsu side. Y'all are definitely rocking out on the jujitsu. It's definitely efficient grappling going on. And it's not strictly wrestling. That's the that's the dope part about it. Shout out to Muhammad for getting it done. Round one could call 58 seconds. Y'all was trying to make some statements in London. That's clear. Elise Reed versus McKenna. Elise Reed made the upset, upset the whole crowd, but got it done. McKenna, it was like she had something missing from her defense. And it was like tra- maybe training with a Southpaw. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Training with a Southpaw with like a dominant right hand. I don't know. Maybe those things will help because Reed did have a, a weird style, but at the same time, she was efficient. And I think once she really starts to get her feet together with the range, keeping people at bay, I think that's when she really won't come together. She got a lot, a lot of potential so far right now, like growth to do, but it's just like, it's there, you know, the, the body language, like the confidence, all those things are there. So it's just like, I'm just excited to see what else at least we has, you know, because I, I could see, I could see her going up. That's, that's one of those people where I was, where, you know, sometimes you can see a fighter and you can see like their potential. You can see what they can do. She has the body mechanics that with a little training will make her elite and be a, a huge problem. Real shit. She's going to be a problem for the straw weights. Y'all keep on a lookout. Okay, okay. Jack Shore versus Valide. This one was one of those ones. Why I didn't think that they were, I thought this was going to be one of those upsets. I thought this was going to be an upset because when they said unanimous decision, I'm not seeing it. I'm really, I'm really not seeing it because the takedowns and the takedowns that did happen, there was there was uh strikes landed during the take that after the takedowns on on the ground so it's like hmm and and then that's when jack shore got the most action in the third round so i'll say he only won the one round but y'all giving them you nannies i don't know i don't know i do not know maybe judges didn't want to get like followed home or some shit i don't know i don't know I can't, I can't figure that one out. Believe took a lot of shots, took a lot of shots, got dropped a few times. Jack Shore definitely got the hands with him. And it's just like the takedown defense was there, but it was some takedowns that just wasn't going, you know, just because believe, you know, he's elite, you know, he's elite grappler for sure. But unanimous with Jack Shore winning with only winning one round, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. I might look at the numbers. Like, shout out Hot Take Broad. I might look at these numbers because because something, something got to give. Something got to give. And it's just like 87 total strikes, 75 for Believe, 70, 72 significant strikes for uh, Believe, three takedowns for Jack Shore, two takedowns for Believe. Whoa. 
I thought it was three takedowns. Either way, they both had each other hurt. This was a good fight. No denying that. But the decision, I don't know. Unanis, I don't know. Y'all really, y'all really just was very decisive decisive about that. Oh, yep, he did it. Yep, he did enough. All in third round. But I get it. I get it. I get it. Next. Krilov versus Paul Craig. Come on, Paul Craig. How 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 he came, Paul Craig came from the dead. How he do that? Jujitsu. If anybody knew, if anybody wanted to know. If anybody wanted to answer, if anybody wanted to uh, uh, guess uh, jujitsu, elite jujitsu is going to help some people survive every day. Like they always, all day long, they have a chance every day, all day. And when people start to realize that, that's when they're going to start to get on some people's mats. Wrestling is cool, but once you're not in a dominant position, it's just explode, 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 explode until you figure it out. So jujitsu is, is ways to keep you there, keep you there, keep you there but choke you out while you're there. So it's different. Paul Craig threw that triangle in there, elite. Bruce Buffer. Not by trying, not by, uh, not by whatever you said. That's not, let's put some respect on that. That was a triangle for sure. The way he grabbed, isolated one arm because Krilov was coming down with the, with the one hand. He pulled the arm in, pulled it over. And threw that shit in there and got it fast. Pulled on the back of the leg and the back of the head looked like it. But that was elite. And once again, in his post-fight conference, I still have no clue what he said. He starts off and I and I feel like I'm getting it. I got you. I got you. I got you. And that's when he starts. He takes that second breath and he starts talking again. And I'm like, gosh, I don't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> I don't be understanding I be trying. I really be trying to pick up what he be saying. Like I run it back too. But I don't know if he's talking really, really fast and speaking a different language or just speaking broken English, but really, really fast mixed in with I don't I don't know. I, I don't I don't but however in this fight, Krilov was dominating the fight. And it's just like the commentators was like worst commentator team ever. If y'all didn't know, <laughs> if y'all did most biased commentating team ever, <laughs> if y'all didn't know, I don't know why y'all put that commentating team together. Nobody saw this happening. Nobody saw it. Nope. Like I would have been cool if y'all would have threw like little DC in there. What's his name? Little DC. What's his name? Little DC. Dominic Cruz. I'd been cool if y'all threw him in the commentating team. You know, he'd be a little biased sometimes, you know, in his little feelings, but at the same time, he'd be accurate. He'd be kind of saying what's going on. He's not coaching. You know, he's not being biased for, for one side, you know, maybe, depending on the fight, but he don't, he don't be biased most of the time. But Krilov was doing this thing. He was really being dominant from the top. They were saying, I'm not sure if Paul Craig wants to fight off his back. I don't think he's efficient he was going to get success fighting off his back and that's exactly what he did he threw that triangle in it that shit was elite i don't care what nobody say that shit was elite performance of the night you got it 
light heavyweight. I don't know what y'all. What, I don't even know who he called out because I ain't even understand. I ain't even understand who he called out. I tried to look it up. I tried to research it. I still ain't know who he called out. Maybe I should have looked in. Uh, looked at. Looked at some more stuff, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know who he called out. But two hundred five, he looking for somebody in two hundred five. Krilov, I don't know. I don't know. That was a good fight. You were dominating that fight, but first round, yeah. He definitely, he definitely got a highlight. Next, Shamil and Sergi. Shamil and Sergi used to train together. Isn't that crazy? You know, used to train together. They know each other's strengths, weaknesses. This one was a good one. I feel like Shamil was very worried of the power of Sergi, which was a smart thing because Sergi was definitely, when he touched him, he was touching him. It was a difference. It was a power difference, somewhat a speed difference. And I'm not sure how Shamil was going to continue for two more rounds, to be honest. Like, in a sense of how uh, dominant Sergi was being. And I think that, I think that's a game changer. I think that's the, that's a, that's a big thing when it comes to the heavyweight, uh, being in it with the heavyweight guys, he's going to end up coming up, but at the same time, he good with his hands. When somebody's really going to be coming after his legs, that's the difference. When somebody's really coming after your legs, I would want to see him working that way. Other than that, I've been seeing him knock people out, hit people in the back of the head like he did Shamil. Because Shamil, that that finish, that finish was kind of weird because it was almost like he was really hitting him in the back of his head. Like I, they said it was. Oh, look, legal. <laughs> of course, the commentators gonna say that. Up, oh, yep, yep. They didn't even take a second look. Up, oh, yep. He was moving his head everywhere. No, he put his head straight down. When he put his head straight down, covered his head. And then that's when the punches were raining down directly on the back of his head, on the back of his head. But and then the fist was looking like it was wrapping around to the side, but the pressure was still coming down as if the, the pressure was on the back of his head. So UK night, a London night, a London turn up. They, they really show love tonight. They show London love tonight. Mike Brundy versus McQuan. Americani, my granny parents was in the front row. That was the part that hurt my feelings the most. Came out there looking strong. Came out there maybe thinking it was sweet. Maybe thinking it was sweet. Maybe seeing, maybe got a glimpse to that uh that betting favorite. Maybe, maybe thought he had it, but that shit got real in the second with Americani and Aconda. It was super elite. The transition was elite. Yes, how he modified it pulled itself towards and, and and hooked the leg elite your guy your guy did his thing and it was against a wrestler because in the and the thing about it is what made this happen so fast is just by the way wrestlers come in with their chin up and jujitsu guys are going to take advantage of that and yank their neck and then crank he went from guillotine to an anaconda Elite, elite. He was, they was uh, working with the hands a little bit. <laughs> and then that's when they went to the ground and he got it done. 
I want to see more from Americani. He upset that whole building, but it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. You got the W. That's what matters. You got the W. Speaking of got the W, we're going to switch it up, go to the main card one time for him, one time for the one time. Let's do it. 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 Jai Herbert versus Taporia. Taporia. Taporia was the favorite. Taporia was the favorite for sure. They bet on who's the, who was the dog in this one. And you got Jai Herbert. You know, he's nice. He's nice. He, he does his thing. But at the same time, we don't know about the dog in him. Uh, he was doing his thing. He had Taporia hurt a few times. Elite striker, definitely elite striker. But the power that Taporia has, it was different. Like it was, a, there was a power difference for sure. There was a power difference. And the way he folded Herbert, he shifted his body like that with that punch. Like the, his whole body was, it was, that's different. That's, that's different power. You know what I mean? Like that's not jump. That's not you running into a knee, you running into a head kick. Nah, that was straight off the, straight off the, off the hips. Cause that's where he swung from. And the thing was, it was just like, you maybe could have survived and maybe would have, you was on your way to winning that shit too. Herbert was on his way to winning. And it's just like, he got in a dick swinging contest for a second and lost. But that's what come with it. That's what come with it. Whenever, like, if you ain't afraid to bang, then you ain't afraid to get slain, you know? And that's what come with having heart. So, you know, he's showing that dog, but at the same time, if you swing it, then them eyes got to be wide open despite the hands coming at you. Because uh, Tapura put them at you. He, he did throw them. He was throwing them shits at you. Shout out to Tapura. He weathered a storm. You got your shots in there. You weathered the storm. But at the same time, defense for both. Defense for both made this an early, early night. The defense that wasn't there. That's that's the that's the sort I'm talking about. Because y'all was swinging. If he would have stayed up, y'all would have been swinging more. But at the same time, the, somebody was going down. The, with these these type of strikers, because like you can't deny John Herbert's elite striker. He was touching him. He was touching him for, you know, pretty much the first two rounds. And then that's when you had the, the, the flash KO. But it wasn't like a flash. It was like there. It was that. It was like a KO for a little bit. You know, next, speaking of KO for a little bit, man, this one hurt my feelings because it was almost there. One more upset of the night. Been a whole nother upset of the night. I was ready for this upset because the last time, the last fight that Molly McCann had, she robbed what I think. Well, Gian Kim, she robbed her. But I was like, okay, this is redemption. This is redemption. But then she been in the gym, I guess. I don't know. But with this, with this spinning elbow, it was that's what it was. It was, it was, it was definitely a special spinning elbow. It was one of those ones where like you've been practicing that for you don't even know how long. And then that one small millisecond where you was down on your luck, shit was looking rough. You stepped to the side and you pulled the trigger and that shit worked like a charm. 
because it put Carolina out bad. It put her out bad. Like they got through the whole, they got, she got through the celebration. They got through the, her running around and shit, got through the whole interview and Carolina was still in there. Did anybody hear back from Carolina? Did we, did we get an update on, on how she is? Like, did we get some, we need, we need that. We need that. Can we get an update on, you know, what, what Carolina got going on? Cause I'm kind of worried. We ain't hear from her since that. Where's Carolina at? No, I ain't, I ain't seen no post-conference, but shout out Molly McCann. She got it. She got it done this time. I don't know why y'all got to go through hell first to get the W, but at the same time, I know what it is. It's, it's not that, you know, y'all, you know, cause we're from, we're, we're, we, what y'all call yourself soups, swaps. No, it's, it's something, it's something, but I know what it is. It's, it's a soup. It's a soup. You call yourself something scousers. And I think that's a soup with meat in it. Meat soup. But, Either way, y'all got to level out to y'all competition level. Because it's like, once y'all get level out to y'all competition level, and that's when, you know, it, you'll really be able to see what it is. Right now, it's just like, you guys train, and that's good. You guys are getting to the point that y'all need to get. But at the same time, the humility is going to be the part that's going to help you elevate past those difficult times. Because the difficult times is not just in the fights. So you guys got it. You guys got it. Shout out to Molly McCann getting a W. Gunnar Nelson, he came through with the Unanis. And this one was a weird one. This was the one where, like, you know, it's just like one of those control. And then, but he was getting, giving it to him on the stand up. I can't lie. He was giving them to him on the stand up. Gunnar Nelson is, is definitely a problem. He's definitely a problem. And just landing 84%. The numbers is crazy. The numbers say pure domination. This the numbers say this was a layup. The numbers say that because Sato Takashi Sato. I don't know what 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 was going on. Just no, just didn't have foot on the gas. Like wasn't trying to pressure. Wasn't trying to work. I don't know. Maybe next time. But I don't know. Gunnar Nelson really just made him see that, like, it's not, maybe he's not really like that. Like, like I don't know. Layups. Layups all night. Monday night. Woo! Hit the layups. Speaking of, a, speaking of layups, Patty Pimlet versus Kazula Vargas. Round one submission. Is anybody going to tell us who Vargas is? Because you, you, why are you trying to, why, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we just signing him, him up with, with guys? And you, you get, you say you got all this potential and y'all threw Izzy to, to the wolves. Every time I think about these guys who have this potential and you got like Sean O'Malley, like they, they, they supposedly like the prodigies and, and super nice. Why is only certain kind of fighters being like thrown to the wolves? Like, I would like to see, like, like I would like to see Patty Pimlet fight somebody. I, I couldn't hear who he called out. 
couldn't understand who he called out. But at the same time, Vargas about to handle him once again, but then you had danger. So it was it, it was like there was a clear experience difference. It was a clear experience difference. People, people who are like elite in jujitsu, like Patty Pimlet, they're not giving up their back in that fashion. If you learn jujitsu recently, you might give up your back like that in that fashion. Just saying. Just, just really saying. But the thing about it is, I know it's a layup because this is like Patty's elite on the ground. He also can strike. But at the same time, I'm like, why is it constantly now? Now this is the second fight of pretty much the same, very, very similar fighter, like not even a different type of fighter, like damn near the same fighter. And they had damn near the same fight. So boring fight not really a boring fight like you threw a punch you got hit it was excitement if you were in the arena yes he got hit oh man oh he's about to go down oh he took his back oh 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 okay and then that's when you go and think back you be like what would i just watch <laughs> okay all right okay it just made me think like what else what else is there what else what, what else is there Speaking of what else is there, Dan Hooker versus Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen is on a heater, not a quiet one. We don't want to keep, he's not, because Arnold Allen is on like the quietest streak I've ever seen before in my life. But Arnold Allen is on a, a nine-fight win streak. Nine-fight win streak. And Dan Hooker is now about to become the featherweight gatekeeper. That's what it's looking like because it seemed like he's like really good in the gym. But now it's just like the way competition is just going nowadays. <laughs> the way competition is working out and drip, you know, the way these studs is coming up. It's different. It's different. A lot of guys are better as coaches at this point. A lot of guys filter into the coaching aspect, training aspect. But in this Arnold Allen fight, body language was everything once Arnold Allen really got moving and was like super mobile and just super fresh and confident you saw Dan Hooker like lose that when the tables were reversed that was more so like the Paul Felder fight for Dan Hooker it's almost like Paul Felder's confidence was broken but he was just swinging from pure heart so it's just like being afraid of a bully and then having to fight that bully and that bully's still like kind of kicking your ass, but you're not no bitch. So you're going to swing for the fences. It's like one of those things. It was one of those things. But Arnold Allen had different levels of burst. So when he started out, the shit started off like boom, 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 boom. Left, right, left, right, left, right. Once he thought he had him. And then that's when Dan Hooker thought he got back into the mix. He stunned him again. And that's when he came back again for another burst. Dan Hooker had to realize, like, nah, this is nah, nah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fucking good. <laughs> because it's like you're gonna have to get to a point where like you realize, like, 
I'm going to have to stop these guys. Like, if I want that belt, I'm going to have to stop these guys. And if they stop me right now, I'm going to have to stop them again. And it's going to, I don't know how long that's going to take me to get there. That's when you just got to, Dan Hooker, just take it one fight at a time. Because I don't know how much longer the UFC going to, you know, see you as that guy. I don't know. I do not know. Speaking of see you as that guy, Tom Aspinall, I think maybe they see you as that guy now. I think this is what it took. This was the this is the budding. This was the the blossoming. You know what I mean? Like this was a good good W to have. And it makes you question like where Volkov at for real. But is you can't because the speed and the agility, the eliteness, like these young guys that's coming up in the heavyweight, they're moving around. They're mobile, super mobile, and they got quick fucking hands. So it's like you could get knocked out. Oh shit. He's been doing jujitsu all his life. Okay. Oh shit. Now you got a whole another thousand problems with dealing with takedowns and submissions. So it's just like Tom Aspinall has it all. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, y'all gotta take that in consideration. With that arm, that arm, uh, arm bar, arm crank, that was elite. That was definitely elite. How he got to the positions he wanted to get to was elite. Pure jujitsu. You have to respect the craft. <laughs> you must respect the craft. Like wrestling, like I, that's what I'm saying. Wrestling is that, that's, that's cool. Wrestling is all well and good. Domination. But if you can get a submission from anywhere, you know, you know what I mean? Like Tom Aspinall got it all straight up, straight up and down. He called out Tatu Ivasa. I am looking forward to that. I don't care what nobody say. I'm looking forward to that. Like, that would be a good tune-up because if he go past it, whoever, whoever gets that one, Cyril gone. That's what, that's how that has to go. Whoever gets that one, Cyril gone. There y'all go. You're welcome, UFC. I, I made that one for you. You're welcome. You're welcome. What's, what's going on next? What's going on next? Curtis Blades versus Dawkins. God damn. I, I I feel a lot of swingage going on here. I feel a lot of swingage going on here, but at the same time, I I see a lot riding on both of the both of them. They both need this one, so it's just this is literally, this is literally about to see about to go to, who wants it? Who wants it more? Who really wants it more? Because if you 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 got to on this one, because it ain't gonna be nice. Okay, 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 okay. Got a little lineup, Bruno Souza. Louis Aldana, okay. Mark Die Keys, okay, is, is coming back. First Borshev. Ooh. That's gonna be a good one. Neil Magny versus Max Griffin. Ooh. Max Griffin trying to get some numbers. But at the same time, you know why, you know, you know why Neil Magny is taking a fight versus Max Griffin right now. Y'all know why? Because nobody's trying to fight Neil Magny. And that's the messed up part. That's messed up. That's messed up. Because at the same time, it's just like Neil Magny is number nine on the list. And nobody above him is not trying to, nah, 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 not trying to do it. Even though he has some super close fights with the fights that like the, his Chiesa fight, I think he should run it back with Chiesa. For real. That shit was, that shit was too close. That shit was too close. I ain't like it. And the outcome ain't seem right. It ain't seem right. You know, I'm talking about favored wise. Like some shit was favored. 
Jennifer Maya versus Manon Furat. This is going to be a tough one. Oh, and she's trying to jump up there. She's trying to jump up there. But at the same time, Jennifer Meyer, she is almost like she's trying to let me see who's somebody who's good. I can give my number to because Fira is a beast. She's nice. She's nice. She's efficient. Jennifer Meyer, we'll see. I hope, hope let's see. Turn it up. Nate Landier Lindor. You know who, who, who I'm talking about. Nate versus David Onama. David Onama definitely is elite striker. Nate, the train is definitely wrestling base, staying alive, used to taking damage. All the stuff that you don't want for somebody who is like a striker. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, if he plays it right, Nate can outwork him. Or hopefully, Onama can get the striking and then do something elite to get the KO. Because it is possible. It ain't like he ain't been out before. So, it's possible. Ooh. Then you got Matt Brown versus Brian Barbarina. Pretty cool matchup. Guys ready to go. Barbarina is definitely about to see about it. Because uh, Matt Brown is one of those guys, one of those OGs. So hopefully Barbarina is right this game because uh, Matt Brown is definitely not going to stop. Speaking of not going to stop, Kai Car Fence versus Askar Askarov. Askarov, number two versus number six. Oh, my gosh. Askarov. Askarov versus Kai Car Fence. This is going to be a hard one if Kai Car Fence doesn't come through. He's going to take this one hard. I feel it. But at the same time, Askarov is elite. He is elite. That's the difference. Number two. The only reason why he is number two is because he ain't get that shot yet. Same with Kakar France. He's been running through motherfuckers. He's been doing his thing. Okay. Curtis Blades. Versus Chris Dawkins, number four versus number eight. I don't know. I don't know. They both got a chip on their shoulder. I'm gonna go Curtis Blaze way. I'm gonna go that way. I think he he got he he ready. I think he really took the heart and he really did his rehab and his his training process to get back. And his last fight, he was super safe. And now this fight, is he gonna really put, apply all of those things? You know, that safeness plus with the hands. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're going to see a new Curtis Blaze. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. But this one, this one going to be a round thing. This, I don't think there's going to be no, I don't think there's going to be no five rounder. This might be, this might not, I don't think it's going to take all night. I don't think it's going to take all night. All right, we want to. Look into the Instagram real quick, see what's going on with it. See what's going on with Instagram real quick. We, I like to check our Instagram while we on here because, you know, people be sending stuff. Sometimes it'd be inappropriate. Sometimes it'd be cool. We just want to make sure we, you know, we uh, acknowledge it in the first place. You know, it's always something going on. Like, 
We definitely. Yep. All over the internet is that knockout, that that KO of the year possible potential. And that's with uh that's with Carolina. I'm so sorry that shit happened like that. That shit, oh my God. It was a bad one. It was a bad one. I'm trying to tell you. Then they got Volkanovski, Korean zombie. Ooh. Ooh. And then Sterling, Peter Young. Ooh. Ooh. April 9th. Ooh. In Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit going up. It's going up. It's up. But I ain't trying to hold y'all too long. I appreciate y'all rocking with me, rocking with us, the roundhouse round table, you know? And also, make sure you catch us on all streaming platforms. Hey, whichever one works best for you, just make sure you catch us on one. Hey, make sure you subscribe, follow, like, comment. Just keep in touch with us because we're going to keep in touch with you. Like I said, it's the Roundhouse Roundtable. So, Marnie T, and I'm out of here. There's a sword, cause keep the peace, there's a boy, they gon' keys for you. Say please, that's one, please, don't need, no one, that's two, please, don't leave, that's three, four, if you do.